When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's go Cardinals. Wait, it's the wrong show. <laughs> I'm not supposed to do that here. Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, those few of you that are here, we understand why the rest of you aren't here, but we thank you guys so much for being here. Of course, uh, this is the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. Uh, my name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your mayor of uh, Bird City. This guy next to me, it's Thunderstick Jesse Friedman, a.k.a. the vice mayor of Bird City, and we are here to talk a little Diamondbacks baseball, I suppose. Of course, uh, you know, this show's brought to you by the fine folks at, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and uh, use our code of PHNX. You'll get yourself lots of goodies. It's America's top-rated sportsbook app. Jesse, I'm excited, but that's a different game. It's a different sport. <laughs> uh, my understanding is things are under review, so I might be made very sad here while we're doing this. I promise to do this show in this jersey if we uh, tied it up. So this is where we're at. But Diamondbacks. Didn't have this kind of luck that the Cardinals had here at the end of their game uh, in their series with the Padres. It did start off with a very nice win and a debut by Dre Jameson. Uh, unfortunately, the Diamondbacks offense kind of disappeared in the series following that game and lose it three games to one. Uh, Ryan Nelson had his scoreless streak ended almost immediately in his start today against the Padres, but still an impressive start, an impressive debut by two of the Diamondbacks' youngest pitchers who we are very excited about as far as their futures are concerned. Well, first of all, that that's the last about football that I want to hear on this oh, show, Derek. Man, I, I promise mean, come on now. Come on I now. Said, I'd say, I said we would talk about football. I mean, I just, I'm just trying to get them in here, Jesse. It's hard to get people <laughs> in here, and I understand uh, there's a lot of fun <laughs> football going on, especially for the Arizona Cardinals, but uh, maybe if some of those uh, Cardinals players or, or fans want to want to join us while they're waiting for – JV and Bo Brack to get started. You guys, uh, we'd love to have you here. But let's talk Drake Jamison because obviously he was very impressive in his debut, something we are very, very excited about. Yeah, Dre Jamison was outstanding on on Thursday, and I know we we talked about it briefly uh, in our show on Friday when we had Jake McCarthy on, uh, which was fantastic, by the way. If you haven't uh, gone back and uh, listened to or watched our interview with Jake McCarthy, go back and do that. He was outstanding. We had a lot of fun was, with him. It was um, so good. It was it was incredible. But um, but yeah, we talked a little bit about Dre's outing then. But ultimately, Derek, that wound up being the highlight of the series. I mean, nothing else. I hate to say it, but nothing else good really happened over the weekend uh, for the Arizona Diamondbacks. They did not get a hit with runners in scoring position 
um, for the rest of the weekend after that Thursday game. So the offense has gone silent. Uh, the Diamondbacks scored 13 runs altogether over the course of a seven-game homestand. Um, that you're going to have a hard time winning many games, scoring that few runs over seven games. So uh, pretty rough altogether, you know, dropping five out of the seven here with LA and San Diego. And um, now they get to go on the road, Derek, and and play the Dodgers five times in four days. So if that doesn't, that doesn't sound great. I don't know what does right now. Oh man, I'm not, I'm not happy about that, but let's take a look at the numbers in this series, because like you said, uh, not not a lot of good here. Uh, relief pitching for the Diamondbacks, bad. Starting pitching outside outside of Dre Jamison's start, not very good. And the batting average with runners in scoring position, particularly atrocious. It was all, yeah, it was all just bad after the Thursday game. Um, and the Thursday game was great. So, like, I, I don't want to take anything away from that because that was, I think, one of the most fun days at the ballpark that a lot of people have had in, in maybe quite some time. But... Yeah, I mean, the rest of the the rest of the weekend, you know, it was Madison Bumgarner on Friday, which uh, it did not look good for him, um, which has unfortunately been sort of a trend. He now has an ERA of like eight over his last nine starts. Um, He didn't really give the Diamondbacks a shot to win that game. And the bullpen certainly didn't help anything either when they took over later um, toward the end of that one. Um, But yesterday was Zach Gallon on the mound. Uh, Gallon just wasn't sharp. Um, which is still sort of impressive that on a day where he wasn't sharp, he still managed to go five and a third innings and give up two runs. Um, I think that's, you know, just sort of indicative of, of how good he is right now, that that's his worst outing at this point is an outing that still very much kept his team in the game. And then today with Ryan Nelson on the bump, uh, in the series finale, unfortunately, as you said earlier, uh, that, that scoreless streak that we've been uh, tracking for a couple of starts now uh, ended very quickly. He got the first out of the game and then Manny Machado uh, ended it with a two run homer shortly after that. And Ryan Nelson just wasn't particularly sharp in this one either. He had four walks. It seemed like command was was really all over the place for him in this one. And he never really quite settled in. I feel like Juan Soto made me eat my words from our uh, little throw in shade segment. Yeah. Thursday quite a bit in the series. He finally <laughs> woke up, uh, much to the Diamondback chagrin. Uh, like you said, Ryan Nelson, he still had that 13 inning uh, scoreless streak to start this season or start his career, his major league career. So that's really yeah. impressive, man. And I mean, you can't take anything away from him. Plus, in those, you know, the his three starts so far this season have been against. The Padres, the Dodgers, and the Padres. It's not yeah. Easy <laughs> not to mention the fact that the Padres have seen him before, right? Now they have a chance to actually have some some tape of their own on him. They have some experience against him. You know, it was a little bit easier for them to figure Ryan Nelson out the second time around, but still uh, not, not as bad for me as Madison Bumgarner. Uh, we've talked no. about Bumgarner and his struggles. We've talked about how good he was early on in the season. Jesse po- posted a tweet from our account. That kind of broke it down, I think, in how bad he has been as of as of late. And of course, he used Dallas Keuchel to compare him against. Uh, Dallas Keuchel's <laughs> eight starts before being DFA'd by the Chicago White Sox. He had a 7.88 ERA, a 2.16 WHIP, 3.40 opponent batting average, and 5.6 strikeouts per nine. Madison Bumgarner's last nine starts for the D-backs look something like that: 7.82 ERA, 1.80 WHIP. 3.44 opponent batting average and 5.4 strikeouts per nine. So 
almost the same ERA, a, a worse, a worse opponent batting average, and and less strikeouts per nine before Keiko, who was a very good pitcher himself at one point in his career, was let go by a franchise that honestly committed to him and and wanted him to be a long term part of their plan, but no longer could really afford his starts. You know, could no longer afford his his bad performances. I would say the Diamondbacks yeah. are, are in a similar position. We know that they're probably not in a position considering they're a team that, uh, you know, $37 million is nearly half of their budget for an entire season. So I'm doubtful that they'll want to eat that and just part ways with Madison Bumgarner. But it does feel like there comes a time where you do have to make a difficult situation, even if even if you owe Mad Bum a lot of money, even if, even if he's supposed to be something he isn't. It, you know, it feels like, the situation isn't rectifying itself. No, it's not. And unfortunately, there's a key difference between Dallas Keuchel's situation in Chicago and Madison Bumgarner's situation with the Diamondbacks in that Dallas Keuchel was in the final year of his contract, right? The the right. White Sox ate roughly 12, 13 million, something in that range by DFAing him earlier this season. If the Diamondbacks were to DFA Madison Bumgarner, which of course is what everyone wants them to do at this point, you're talking about eating about $40 million. So like more than three times what the White Sox ate when they DFA'd uh, Dallas Keuchel. So I don't think that's really an option for them at this point or Honestly, like even if it's something that maybe I would do or something that I'm sure many of our audience members would probably do, it's not something the Diamondbacks will do. I can just tell you that definitively right now, they're going to have Madison Bumgarner come back next season and give it another go, probably as a starter. If that doesn't work, then, you know, maybe you try him in the bullpen if he's willing to make that adjustment. There's still a few more steps here before the Diamondbacks get to anywhere close to that point. And that's a big variable if he's willing to accept it. Madison Bumgardner is yeah. a person who, uh, I mean, on one hand, in speaking to him like we have, you and I have both seen him be very humble at times. We've seen him very much talk about how little he wants to impact this team negatively, how much he hates it. Like, he he's a competitor deep down inside, and that guy does yeah. not want to be the reason why his team continues to lose. I don't know... If I, I think a lot of people think he wouldn't have the kind of ego that would accept going to the bullpen, but I think he would. I, I think he would. It's just a matter of if it would be effective. And then it would be also a matter of if his mood, you know, would impact himself. Because I feel like that's the biggest problem there. It's not like his that he would be like demonstrative or like a bad teammate because they move him to the teammate or to the bullpen. I feel like they would like he would hate himself and he'd be very it'd be like a, a downward spiral because then he would continue to like have self doubt and not have that confidence and be in the bullpen and maybe still not be effective out there. So I don't know. I'm very much with you though, that this team probably is not willing to eat that money or even make that no. move to the bullpen. Maybe if maybe, I don't know. I, I would say, I'd say maybe they wouldn't make that move, but they also move fucking Cattell Marte to center field. And which was one of the biggest uh, disasters in, in this team's, short history of moving guys from one position to another. Now Cattell Marte has been back and he's been honestly better than ever over his last few, uh, last couple of weeks, it feels like, or at least his best that he's been all season. Uh, Jake McCarthy also has been very good, by the way, Jesse. Uh, Jake, our friend, friend of the show, Jake McCarthy, he's batting 370 and uh, has a double, a triple, two home runs, 10 RBI and six stolen bases in his last 14 games. So McCarthy has been incredible. 
Uh, and we're giving him the DraftKings King of the Series simply for appearing on the show. One D-backs <laughs> appearance, uh, three thirty-three batting average in this series. No, that's not right. Let's let's do the right thing. We're gonna give it to Cattell Marte. Uh, Cattell Marte, <laughs> the real king of the series. Uh, hard not to give it to him. He had the four hundred batting average. Uh, he had the home run, two runs, two RBI. He just he looks like his old self. It's fun to see him um, out there offensively contributing like he has. Unfortunately, he has zero appearances on this podcast. So that was, you know, almost a deciding factor there. But uh, since we're talking <laughs> about it, we do want to thank Jake again for coming on our show, because honestly, uh, we love this team. We love these young guys, but it was an absolute blast having Jake on and just chatting with him about um, this team. I felt like he made me even more enthusiastic about this outfield and this team's future than we already were, which I don't know how that's possible. I, I felt like I was, I was at peak excitement level, Jesse, and I just passed <laughs> right through that with talking to Jake, but uh, very exciting times. Cattell is, has looked better and, and the Diamondbacks really, really need him, um, you know, to live up to this extension that they've given him now. Right. I mean, if Cattell was already showing like significant signs of, of, you know, his, his age, which is still not that high. I mean, it's not like he's, you know, 34 years old or anything, but um, you know, if he was already starting to see his performance regress at this point, uh, you'd, you'd start to get pretty concerned pretty quickly. Whereas um, he has looked a little bit better over, albeit a very short stint. I still need to see more. Um, he's doing a lot of this against left-handed pitching, which has always been his bread and butter. Um, at some point, he's going to have to figure out how to get his rhythm back against righties as well. Um, but yeah, this is a, a step in the right direction for Cattell. And even if he's kind of limping his way around the bases and not playing the best second base of his life, the D-backs just need him to be like a guy that you can have in the middle of the lineup every day um, and count on to some degree offensively. And, and I think he's done that well lately. I agree. I agree. And again, shout out to all of our DraftKings King of the Series. Of course, if you're a new customer right now, you can get down on the DraftKings action. It's football season. Best time of the year to get down on it. And of course, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly using our code of PHNX. Plus, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion, which if you would have bet on the Las Vegas Raiders today, I think you would have cleaned up money-wise. You would have gotten your money back. But then maybe if you were a Cardinals fan, you still get to see the Cardinals maybe win this game. So best of both worlds right there uh, if, you, if you got down on that. Plus, uh, but you didn't believe in your team, so I'm shaming you for that. So never mind. I take back all the, <laughs> the, the good feelings you should have. You're, you're going to uh, sound so silly, Derek, to all of the audio-only listeners tomorrow who listen to this show. And, you know, the Cardinals the outcome go of the game. and, yeah, know the outcome yeah. of the game. And yeah. uh, I'm not going to speculate on what's going to happen. But I feel I like you're know. already been... fucking speculating on what's going to happen. Oh, I, I, think I, I think you've already made it perfectly clear what you feel like is going to happen in this game. And I don't like it one bit. I don't like it one bit. We've had enough negativity around here this weekend. Herm <laughs> Edwards out as ASU coach after that drumming that they had against, uh, as as Sean DePaz called it, I think six dudes, an insurance salesman, and <laughs> I believe it was uh, oh, man a sandwich maker. I don't know. He gave everybody something like that, yeah, because they were so <laughs> pedestrian. But uh, of course, maybe the Cardinals can bring us some some good feels. Are you are now. you betting are you betting on Cliff Kingsbury in an overtime late game situation? Like I have to let my Cardinals fandom out right now, Derek, because it's a bit of a hard sell. I'm not gonna lie. It's a sure. bit of a hard sell. Every 
you just keep pissing me off so much. <laughs> God, you're making my blood boil right now. Look, I want them to win. I feel like you're bringing negative attention. Uh, they have the ball, right? Do they have the ball? I don't know who has the ball. I can't follow this game because I have to do this podcast. I have other things to do, and I'm so upset right now. But anyway, uh, you, don't be upset like me. Don't miss out on your opportunity to get paid instantly over on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, even if your team loses. It's simple. Go download it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use our promo code of PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And I'll tell you, I've been to Allegiant Stadium. If you've ever seen my posts about SummerSlam, you know uh, what a wonderful time I had there. But uh, if you wanted to catch this game in Las Vegas, which is a, a great way to spend a weekend, I won't lie, Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever for you to do so. Grab your tickets to all sorts of shows in Vegas, not just football, concerts, uh go see piff the magic dragon he's incredible uh all every reality show star from america's got talent or hell's kitchen has a restaurant or an act in las vegas you can go there and the best thing is is you can save up to 60 percent on your tickets by buying them last minute at game time it's great for any procrastinators who want to plan a trip and then uh, figure out once they're there what they want to do with their time but if you love phnx you'll love game time the best way to support us is by buying your t- tickets through the link in the description. We got it in the, in the comments. We got it everywhere. So if you're looking to get down with game time, make sure to do so using our link. Uh, Jesse, but I was telling people, this is this is one of the last baseball Sundays. I get it. It's football Sunday. I know. To the 10 of you that are here with us live, let me tell you, beat Jesse's over-under. We love you. We appreciate Jesse set the over-under <laughs> at live viewers at 7. So we thank you guys for being here. Of course, we know there's not a lot of baseball Sundays left. Football Sunday is king right now. But here's the thing is we are blessed to live in Arizona. We've called it baseball nirvana. And right on the horizon, we have the Arizona Fall League, which is almost here. Arizona Fall League released their schedules and the teams, the players that are going to be on all of the teams, Scottsdale Scorpions, Salt River Rafters, all of those teams, Peoria, Havelina, all the teams are out there and you can check out the rosters. Most importantly, the D-backs players from their minor league system and their major league system have been added to the Salt River Rafters, including friend of the podcast, Cooper Hummel, which a lot of people have pointed out as being part of uh, of Salt River Rafters. I'll give you some little inside baseball. I actually didn't really remember that like major league players that were on the 40-man roster could still be part of the Arizona Fall League. But I think the idea here is that Coop needs to get some more time behind the plate it seems like they're very dedicated to making him a backup catcher and maybe just giving him some more looks uh, in, in actual game capacity uh, to see if if he is their catcher of the future or at least like a backup catcher of the future. Yeah, it's probably more of a backup catcher audition than anything else yeah, at this absolutely. point. I, I don't know if Cooper is necessarily to that level. Maybe he could be down down the road in the future, but... Um, yeah, it sounds like the D-backs are pretty much a full go on evaluating Cooper Hummel as a catcher moving forward. So this is sort of an audition where, you know, if Cooper Hummel has a good showing in the fall league, maybe the Diamondbacks don't feel the need to go try to get a backup catcher for next season. And they just open the year with Carson Kelly and Cooper Hummel as they have right now. Uh, I am the Larry mentions in the comments, Lawler and De Los Santos hype. Yes, We are all we are all oh. there, all there with you for sure. Uh, Jordan Lawler will be 
um, in the Arizona Fall League playing for the Salt River Rafters. Um, and all of you should get out to as many Salt River Rafters games as you possibly can in order to see what Jordan Lawler can do. Davis and De Los Santos is the youngest player in the Arizona Fall League. He just turned 19 uh, within the last couple of months. Um, this is a guy who's like six months older than Drew Jones and is already in the Fall League and already in Double A. Uh, so pretty impressive what what De Los Santos has done so far. Um, the Amarillo season, the double A Amarillo season actually wraps this weekend. So uh, both Lawler and De Los Santos will, I guess, today actually would be um, their last game as we record this here on on Sunday. Or if you're joining us live, it's just right now, I suppose. Um But yeah, so after today, neither of those guys will have any more minor league games and they're just getting set for fall league games starting here in a couple of weeks. So it should be should be a lot of fun to watch. I believe I shouldn't I don't don't think I should be giving football updates, Jesse, but I believe the Cardinals just took over on downs in 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 overtime. So it's impossible. I don't I don't believe it right now. This is exciting. You you might believe Um, it, but I don't believe it. Yeah, I know. know. (laughs) But uh, fall league's just as exciting. Right. I mean, here's it is. It's just as exciting as this NFL overtime game that Jesse's won't let me. Uh, did they win? I, I don't believe that. It's not happened yet, has it? No way. Uh, but I'll tell you this much. Um, that's the one thing that's really exciting about this is we talk a lot about these guys. I don't think we have even had a chance to see many of the top prospects like this out at Fall League. So seeing Jordan Luplo on the rafters is going to be an absolute joy for people to come out and watch. I, you know, like we didn't get Corbin Carroll. And I'm stuff. sorry. I'm sorry, Derek. I have to correct you. You just, you just said Jordan Luplo on the Salt River I did. Rafters. I did. I did. I'm going to do that a lot. It's Jordan Lawler. Luplo's out of the system. I'm not doing that. Uh, Jordan Lawler is going to be exciting to watch. Jordan Luplo better not show his face around the years of the Fall League. What Leah? I don't. Leah. Leah says Cardinals won. I don't they believe won? Oh, my God. All right. Well, we should just wrap this up, Jesse. Let's go. I'm I see. I see play under review on my little ESPN yeah. app thing here. So yeah, I just I, I, I don't I'm believe it. For it to be official. It's under review. It's in the it's in the hood. Um, but yeah, I mean, we had a lot of fun last year and we actually might uh, even be doing some shows potentially out from some of the fall league games, but more importantly, we're going to be out there quite a bit. I think this is an awesome opportunity yeah. uh, to see everything uh, or to see these young guys up close that we don't get a chance to see often. And, and, you know, again, I don't want to say conga line of young talent, but we have this, <laughs> this, this young talent, right. That we get to wait for. And these are the next kind of guys that, that are going to come up and potentially impact this team the way we've seen Alec Thomas and Corbin Carroll and so many others impact this team this season. So it's so exciting. We can't stress enough, not to mention it's a blast. Like, honestly, if you remember old school spring training, I think that's the best way I can describe Arizona fall league old school. What do you mean? What do you mean by old school? What does that mean? Like spring training now tends to be more of an event. People go out and they're just there and it's no knock to the crowd. I get it. After winter, it's one of the best things that you can go out to do. Go out with your friends, hang out in the lawn, all of that kind of stuff. But like spring training games tend to be very packed and they tend to be like, I'm not going to say casual fans, but there's a lot of casual fans out there. A lot of people who are at the baseball game, but aren't really watching the baseball game. I feel like Arizona Fall League, the reason why it reminds me of like old school spring training is when I used mm-hmm. to go to spring training as a kid, it wasn't packed. It was, there was not a lot of people out there and not only was there not a lot of people out there, but it really was your super like 
like baseball fans, you know, like the super dedicated baseball fans. So like there was just something about Fall League that reminds me of a simpler time when I was a young man, Jesse. <laughs> How long ago was that, Derek? <laughs> oh, let's not talk about that. I don't feel like that's necessary. <laughs> Uh, 1991, no. 1991 is what I'm shooting for around then, but okay. Um, All right. You actually have written quite a bit about the fall league over at gophnx.com. So I wanted to get your thoughts on what people should really, um, you know, why, why people should be excited about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, there's just so many reasons. Um, I probably just could have kept writing and writing and writing on this one. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than the fact that the Diamondback shortstop of the future, very likely, and Jordan Lawler is going to be playing, I think that right there is reason enough. I mean, this not is, Jordan Luplo, this is yeah, not, not Jordan Luplo. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is like if, if Corbin Carroll had been, you know, in the fall league last year right. or something like right. something along those lines. I mean, everyone, mm -hmm. of course, would want to go out and see that. Um, and then De Los Santos, like we mentioned, uh, really, really interesting to see what he can do. He probably has more raw power than anyone else in the Diamondbacks farm system at this point. So I uh, got a chance to see some some uh, impressive, impressive dingers from him over the course of the fall. Um, another thing that I think is interesting is that the fall league will be incorporating rules that are very similar to what Major League Baseball will have in place for 2023. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit. You've got the pitch clock. You've got the bigger bases. You have the shift restrictions. Those are kind of the three big things. Um, and all of those will be in place in the Arizona Fall League, with the exception, for whatever reason, they're not enforcing the uh, limitation on how many step-offs um, you can have as a pitcher. Um, apparently that won't be part of the protocol in the fall league, but all of the other changes will be, uh, will be in action as well as another one, Derek, this one is interesting to me. They're not having robo umps. It's not, it's not robo umps, um, umpires, human umpires will be calling balls and strikes for the Arizona fall league, but they are still sort of using robo umps. Basically each team will have three challenges per game. And you can challenge. You have to do it pretty quickly. I think you do it by like tapping your head or something ridiculous like that. I don't know exactly what the protocol is, um, but you indicate at the same time. <laughs> yeah, right. At the same time. There you go. Um, and then apparently when the umpire, you know, um, is aware that you would like to challenge a particular call, then the umpire will consult. Then the that's automatic. when the robot comes out. Right? That's, that's when that's the robot the comes out. The robot fights the umpire. Yes, yes, they have an altercation and they, yes, they wrestle on the spot. Yes. Um, no, basically what happens is the umpire consults the, uh, the robot and the robot tells the umpire whether the umpire was right or not. And then the umpire um, either keeps the call or changes the call accordingly. And interestingly, if you challenge and are successful, you actually retain your challenge. So by saying you get three challenges, we really mean you can be incorrect three times. Other than that, it's sort of unlimited. You can challenge as many as you like throughout the game, as far as I can tell. So if you're interested in in seeing firsthand, you know, some of the rule changes that will be coming to baseball in 2023 and some of the wild things that could be coming to baseball uh, in the future, the fall league is is the place to be. You say you say wild, and then you say robot comes out and tells the ump, "You know what you're doing to me. You know that none of that stuff's <laughs> going to live up to my expectations. I want an R2 astromech droid to come out to the umpire. I want him to project like R2 D2 did with Princess Leia's image, a small hologram of I don't know, maybe a, a, a an official from New York." telling the umpire like you're wrong like that would be that's what i want 
but I know it's not going to be any of those things, right? It's just going to be a person with a camera, eh, whatever. I am still excited, though. I'm still not going to let that douse uh, my hope and my excitement for watching Arizona Fall League. And, uh, of course, you should read Jesse's article on that, so that way you get ready yourself for Fall League. It's right around the corner. They got merch. They got stuff. It's awesome. It's incredible. If you haven't been out to a Fall League game, join us. Uh, Larry said in the comments, if I see you two at any Fall League games that started out like a threat, uh, I'd love to come <laughs> hands. Uh, Larry, we're having drinks together, of course. That's what we're doing. Uh, Chris says, today is wild and AZ sports land. Yes, it is. And thank you for being here, Chris. I know you're just waiting for the Cardinal show to start, but still, we appreciate <laughs> it. Um, and, uh, of course, make sure to check out Jesse's writing. If you're not a member already, uh, it's unlocked. Jesse gave it to you free. Uh, this one is, yes. If you, if you check it out and decide you like everything you read, maybe you stick around if you haven't gotten yourself a membership yet. Get yourself an annual membership. You'll get yourself a free T-shirt over at the PHNXLocker.com, or you can get a month-to-month membership, and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Either way, you get access to our members-only Discord, which, of course, is the poppin', happening place to be for baseball fans and all sports fans. And you also get members-only discounts over at the PHNXLocker.com. Also, uh, make sure to uh, subscribe to our PHNX YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Uh, subscribe, sign up for notifications, and uh, also subscribe to our audio podcast as well. Leave us a five-star review. We appreciate you for it. Uh, your support really does mean the world to us. So even when you think uh, I'm just one person hitting the thumb thumbs up button on this YouTube video, we we need every one of you. And we appreciate you, each and every one of you for it. Uh, especially the 13. Again, there's 13 now. You're just blowing Jesse's over under out of the water. Uh, he said seven people would be here. So we're excited to have you guys here. Uh, if you haven't had a chance, also check out our new office. We have a wonderful video of salt coming in and catching me eating ogs while i'm preparing for the show uh but it's a tour of our beautiful studio we implore you to check it out we also want to thank our friends at more furniture for making it such a beautiful space i want to be there all the time jesse uh i want to be there all the time i don't want to be at home any longer it's causing conflicts with my child she's like i want to go with you to the studio and i said no because then we'll fight over the xbox so uh you know it's, it's my favorite place to be and you guys should spruce up your home if you need to do so in time for football season by checking out our friend more furniture's fall sale over at morefurniture.com uh let's take a look at all city jesse because ever since tony Larusa stepped away from the white Sox. they're kind of running away with this division and like i said this was the most important division to me and i don't think we're going to get it but at least we're not going to be last uh white Sox 76 and 71 a full five games over 500 do you know what i would do to be a full five games over 500 jesse oh my god uh diamondbacks 68 78 fart noises uh but still not as bad as the denver rockies uh and the cubs who the rockies actually kind of beat up on the all city they went one and one against the white Sox, and then went two and one against the cubs so they added to their division record quite a bit there uh just behind the diamondbacks at 16 and 14 for the best divisional record but uh, i don't think we're catching the white Sox, jesse i think that's okay i think i'm okay with it i think i've come to terms with it but i am very glad i don't Cardinal think the white Sox are uh i don't think the white Sox are catching the mariners or the rays or whoever it is yeah. in the playoffs either so Remember, this is you the know mid title this could be the mid-atlantic title the mid mid title the mid baseball uh, whatever you want to call it but um it's not it's not great it's not great uh and like you alluded to earlier things don't get better because the schedule ahead makes me want to run for the hills uh the diamondbacks go out on the road for 
an unforgivable five game series against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I would, I'd fight the schedule man at this point, whoever created the schedule, I would fight him uh, in a fist fight, Jesse uh, in traffic, uh, embarrassing my family and other people that were near us over this schedule, because I'm very mad about this. Uh, By the way, if you see on the schedule, that giant series next weekend, we've told you about this, your last chance to see your Arizona Diamondbacks in the 2022 season. So uh, if there's a better time to use game time to get yourself some tickets, now is that time. Grab yourself some tickets and come watch this team hopefully beat up on the Giants. We'd love to see them end the season strong. Um, I don't know what there is left to play for at this point, Jesse, except for one thing, and that's win number 69 because I'm a child, <laughs> and that's their next win. But uh, uh, we're, I, I think that what we might end up seeing here is them – finish maybe a little close to your preseason prediction there of 75 wins. It feels like that is a uh, very reasonable at this point with the number of games left on their schedule, how tough their schedule is and uh, you know, just what lies ahead. Yeah. Yep. I think, you know, I think you might be right there, Derek. At one point, just like a couple of weeks ago, we were looking at your 82 and 80 and we were like, Oh my gosh, like is it- this might actually happen. Yeah. Derek, Derek is going to, Derek is going to win this, this, uh, this little mini competition we had at the beginning uh, of the season with it. You know, I would have yes. been absolutely oh, about it. You absolutely would have been. And and I will be equally insufferable if um if the Diamondbacks win exactly 75 games. Um <laughs> oh, we'll yeah, that's gonna be, gonna be long that's long. gonna be a I will be I, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I'm not really allowed to have a rooting interest in these games, but it'd be very hard for me not to like root against the diamondbacks you know if they're like 75 and 86 as of the last day of the season you know my ego might take over at that point and uh and just control me but uh but yeah it it's it's a rough go for them uh through the through the rest of the of the season and some interesting things happening with the starting rotation right now obviously playing five games in four days poses some interesting challenges for your starting rotation and trying to line everybody up uh, Tori Lovello told us the other day uh, that there was a possibility still that the Diamondbacks would call up uh, someone from the minor leagues in Correct. order to start a game on Tuesday. That is now no longer the case um, as the starters on Tuesday are just Dre Jamison and Zach Davies. So they're not right. bringing up anyone to start either of those games. But the D-backs do have an extra roster spot because of the doubleheader. So they'll bring up somebody from the minor leagues. Um and uh, probably just to help out of the bullpen to give them some extra length if they need it. But uh, the D-backs still haven't announced any starters uh, after that Tuesday game as of right now. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see Kelly and on Monday. posted. Davies and Jamison on Tuesday with no decision yet on who is going to pitch the earlier game versus the later game. And then, yeah, like you said, to be announced going forward. And uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, they can keep, uh, maybe they can keep Madison Bumgarner out of this one. I don't know. There is. Yeah, I, I will say so. Tori Lovello has has um, has said that, you know, the Diamondbacks will continue to give the ball to Madison Bumgarner every fifth day. Uh, you know, we'll see whether that whether that proves true or not. He certainly wasn't going to make any big announcements, you know, right after the game ended or anything like that. So um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with Madison Bumgarner. But I, I do still think it's possible that Mad Bum doesn't make every start the rest of the way. I think it's um, there's still at least a chance the Diamondbacks go a different direction or uh, maybe they just decide to skip him this time around. Uh, maybe that's the reason they haven't announced a starter for Wednesday yet. We'll have to see. 
Uh, Elizabeth in our comments says, please do not show the upcoming schedule. I did nothing to deserve this. I'm sorry, Elizabeth. Uh, if we, I mean, the giants aren't that bad, right? The giants aren't that bad. I don't know. Don't you think? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, shout out to Isaiah Chavez for watching us and the Cardinals and anybody doing that. We appreciate you guys for doing that. You can open up two windows <laughs> and put us on mute. It's okay. It won't hurt our feelings. We're fine. We're big boys. We understand <laughs> what's going on here. Uh, Cardinals starting one and one is so much more important than them starting 0-2. And, uh, and it's so much more important right now than what the Diamondbacks have going on. The playoff chances drop. Jesse, I don't know if you saw this. For a football team, From if you go one and one, it's like Forty-two percent chance of making the playoffs to like eleven percent chance if you are zero uh, and two. So very important uh, for the Cardinals to get today's win. So we're excited about that. Go watch those guys over there because they are going to have a lot of fun, exciting things to talk about. Tell Frank I miss him. Just me and I love drinking with Frank. Frank's my favorite person to drink with. Um, <laughs> he's also my favorite person to take OG's gummies with. So if you get a chance, you should take OG's gummies with Frank Sanders. And if you don't get a chance to consume OGs with Frank Sanders, do it on your own. Go find a dispensary near you. They're a wonderful, wonderful variety of flavors, doses, tastes, all that, uh, not to mention strains and, and whatever you need to get where you need to go. OGs is Arizona's top selling gummy. Um, and not only that, but we have some free stuff for you with them as well. Enter our Flavoring Life sweepstakes with our friends from OGs. One lucky winner will receive three bags of orange uh, OGs gummies, including my favorite orange cream school, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Sign up at gophnx.com or click the link below in our show notes. And also check out OGs. Even if you don't win, you can go buy yourself some OGs at your local dispensary. If you can't find them, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com. Or on Instagram at OG's Brands. Uh, you can also find their products uh, pretty much anywhere you shop for your marijuana edibles. Uh, must be 21 years or older to purchase. Uh, and speaking of, you know, getting high and eating edibles, uh, a lot of lot, lot of sadness going on at ASU. So I'm sure edible purchases are an all-time high. Uh, and it's not because Herm's out. Uh, I think that might be celebration that Herm's out. It's because ASU lost in such a fashion, but uh, ASU does is going to have a new coach uh, and you can come out to four peaks this Saturday to celebrate that. Watch the team. $50 gets you an all you can eat buffet. Yes. All you can eat. I believe Jesse, does that mean all you can eat chicken tenders? All you can eat chicken tenders is what that I'm would saying. be wild. That's wild. yeah. Um, not to admit the regular amount of chicken tenders is almost too much for one man, let alone an all you can eat. Oh, no, it is. It is entirely way too much for one. Way man. Too much <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, that $50 gets you the all you can eat buffet. It gets you two four peaks beers and it gets you a free ride to the stadium. That's right. Free ride to the stadium. That's that's the only way to get there. Click the link in our show notes to sign up. Must be 21 years or older and enjoy responsibly. And if you want to see a post game like no other, make sure to check out the PHNX Sun Devils uh, show from after that game because uh, those guys went off. And shout out to Sean DePaz especially for finally losing his shit. It was very fun to watch. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, you know what we say around here is our shows might be more fun to watch when we lose than they are to win because when we... When, when we are sad, we go hard in the paint. Don't make me take out this baseball bat again. Don't make me remind you folks of um, how, like more furniture has contacted me and said, don't, at, they're like, we're not giving you any chairs, basically, is me personally, <laughs> because they've seen this show and they know what's going on. So, uh, but we thank you guys so much. Uh, the 14, 15, 16 of you that showed up, 
your angels, your little baby angels. And we appreciate you and love you for being here. Uh, we love that you love baseball so much and we love that the Cardinals won. So uh, great pick me up here at the end of the weekend after a bunch of losing occurred by the rest of our sports team. So Thank you, Kyla Murray. Thank you, Cardinals. Uh, thank you guys for being here, of course. Uh, we will be back with the Mailbag Monday episode on Monday, but until then, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we thank you guys again so much for stopping by, uh, for muting us and watching us while you watch the Cardinals. And again, we don't care. We appreciate it. We love you. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when the Cardinals win in overtime. Let's go. Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today, we talk brainstorms with UX designer Brian. Let's go. First question. You thought you'd see everyone's idea in the team brainstorm, but you've got a grand total of... One, drawing board or Miro board? Drawing board, right? Because in Miro, the team can add ideas now or later. And with privacy mode, we can keep them anonymous until they're good to share. Correct. Next, you need the best way to explain your idea, but all you have is a few sticky notes. Drawing board or Miro board? Drawing board, because, you know, in Miro, I could record videos, add text, images, links, and digital sticky notes, of course. Present my thoughts the way I want. Right again. Now. You're looking for a past idea you thought was just genius. Only you could find... Oh, there it is. Drawing board or... Miro. Our finished and unfinished work lives in one place. And he's won. Join over 60 million people getting ideas noticed in Miro Brainstorms. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.